Good evening, welcome back to our question and answer series for Anash.org. A follow-up from last week. You mentioned that one may use egg matzahs instead of chalas for the Shabbos meal. Is there an amount how much he needs to eat? Yes, it, there's an amount since it is the bracha on egg matzah is a boiremin mazoinus, it's not a hamoiti. In order it should become hamoiti, you have to be kvaya sida. Kvaya sida, in order you should be able to make hamoiti on the mazoinus itself, is uh, the Altareba writes, is you have to eat four beitzen, the size of four eggs, which means about eight kazaisen. So in order to um, eat the Suda Shabbos and make a hamoitzi and be yoitzi the Suda Shabbos, you have to eat dalat baitzem, which is in matzah, in the square machine egg matzah, it is almost four matzahs. Because one matzah, a kzayis is um, four-fifths of a matzah. So... Um, a full matzah is a little bit more than a kabaitza. So four baitzah is going to be about three and a half, a little bit more, three and a half matzahs. So um, if you want to do this option, you'll have to eat uh, minimum three and a half matzahs, which is not very practical, but again, it is an option which you could do if a person doesn't want to have any chumats at home, and it wants to be chomets free, also Shabbos meals. Question. I was told that I can't use the cardboard covers for the baking pans on Pesach because they are made from recycled material. Is that only for hot food or for cold too? The answer to this question is like this. When it comes to hot food, there is a good reason to be machmer and purchasing the pans which has a hechsher. Now again, strictly halacha, you could buy any pan and you could use the cover too. Because although it's made of recycling material, it goes through a process and uh, it divides all the garbage from the, from the material of the, the, the paper and it's, it's, it's not a big problem, even though it's a recycled material. Why? Because um, it goes through a process. But when it comes to hot food, I would say you should do it because some, some of the companies which make processed uh, paper uh, use starch. Now, most of them will not use real starch because real starch is very expensive. So it's chemical starch. But since could be a far-fetched chashash that it might be starch, which comes from um, kidneys, so therefore it is kedai to be machmer for hot food. But when it comes to cold food, there is no reason that you should be machmer. When it comes to the pans itself, now 
the pans itself go through a process and they have to have oils when they're processing the pans. Um, these pans, although they put in oil, most of the components will use canola oil or even cheaper oils. It could be that a company in China or in New Zealand will take uh, f animal fat, which is not that um, reasonable because, again, it's much more expensive than the other oils. But it could be could be have such a thing. <clears throat> but even if it has such a thing, it goes through a big limb when they pr pr by production. So therefore, the Mechasilzig writes that Mikradin there isn't a big problem of using any pan which does not have a hechsher. But again, if there is a place which you live and you could purchase pans which have hechsher, which in the tri-state New York you could buy, it is a hidur that you should buy one with a hechsher. But you cannot say something which does not have a hechsher, you cannot use. Um, follow up to the previous question what about I usually use um, and place my hot baking pans and pots on the trays from the eggs is that a problem again as I mentioned before it is from recycled paper, paper but it goes through a process so it shouldn't be a problem halachically if you want to be a machmer and put on top a silver foil, that's a nice hider. But we cannot say that it's usher to use that even without a silver foil. Um, what about covering the tabletop with cardboard under the tablecloth? No problem at all. Since you cover it with a tablecloth, you could use it like a trilla. There's not even a hider not to use it either. Question. Are peanuts kidneys according to Minik Chabad? Yes, it is kidneys. It goes into the category of kidneys. And we do not eat peanuts on Pesach. Question. For the Shabbos morning meal on Erev Pesach, one has to stop eating by a certain time. But does that mean that he has to bench before continuing eating non-Chomas food? No. You don't need to bench before. When it comes to the Sozman Achila, you wash your mouth, you rinse it good, and if you have fillings or braces, you got a kashri too with hot water as much as you could put into your mouth. And you can do it on Shabbos too, because uh, it does not look as, although you cannot kasher kalem on Shabbos and on Yontav, but since this is a way which looks like you're only rinsing him out. It doesn't look like kashering. So the, the Puppuruvim Vachi Yosef writes, there is not a problem. He says he want, if so, a person wants to be machmer, you could use a hot tea. But in any case, once you rinse him out and you clean yourself off, you could eat the rest of the meal, Pesach food, and you don't have to bench between the Chomets food and the Pesach food. Question. If I want to use my stove top for Pesach, but not the oven, can the oven be sold? 
or does it need to be cleaned? The answer is no. It doesn't need to be cleaned. If you're not going to use it, you could just sell it for the goy, but you have to close it very well and uh, tape it too and put on tape and write on top it's sold for the goy that you shouldn't have the shalom come to use it but you, it doesn't make any problem for the stovetop if the stovetop went through a limb and he kashed it according to Allah you could use the stovetop for Pesach and the bottom the oven could just be closed and sold for the goy. Question. Can I sell the bottom two shelves of my upright freezer? The same as I answered before. Yes, you could sell it. You could close it up and cover it up very well. Right on top of it, it's sold for the goy. And you could use the rest of the freezer which is clean for Pesach for the Pesach stuff and the bottom two shelves should be covered and taped and uh, there's no problem it should be in the same um, refrigerator and freezer if it's in a way that you, can, you will not get to take something from the Chomets part and nothing will mix together the upper and the, uh, the lower um, shelves of the freezer. Question. I heard that one should not sell Chomets Gomer in cabinets that are above the counters that one is using for Pesach. Is that true? No, it's not true. Again, as we mentioned before, if you close it up well, you lock it up, and it's a way that no Chomets could fall out from the shelves from the cabinets on top you could sell the top cabinets and use the bottom cabinets as long as you won't come to take out stuff from the cabinet not even Kalem um, uh, and of course Chaz V'Sholem Chomets itself Question is there still a mal in having non-mavishal wine for abacoises while there is sulfite in the wine? Drinking yai mavishal for kiddish in abacoises is according to the Rambam, it's no good. You're not yoitza with yai mavishal. Because it's not true legaba misbayach and therefore it is not kosher for wine for Kiddush and for Arbakoises. Other Rishonim disagree with the Rambam. The Machaber, the Bess Yosef, Paskans according to the Rambam, and that's why the meaning of the Svardam not to use any wine which is Mavishal. When it comes to we Ashkenazic Jews, the Ramu Paskans, we could use Yai Mavishal. It's not a problem, but it gives one condition. Only if the Mavushal wine is better, you like it better than the non-Mavushal wine. For instance, you have two wines. One wine you love, the other wine you don't like as much. And the wine which you love 
is Mavushal, the other wine is not Mavushal, you could use the Mavushal wine. But if you have two wines, the same wine, but one is Mavushal, one is not Mavushal, then you should use the one which is not Mavushal. If you have two types of wine, and one is Mavushal and one is not Mavushal, and you like the Mavushal one, you can also use that one. But if both wines, even if it's two separate uh, kinds of wine, but you you like both of them, you should use the Noma Vishal Leketchila because you want to be Yoitze, the Shita Sarammam, and Shita Samachaber. But when it comes to Salfat, you don't have to be Machmer. It's not in the category of Mavushal. And basically, today's day, 99% of wines do have Salfat. Even the wines which are not Mavishal do have Salfat. And you could use it like Getchila for Arbakoises in Fekidish. Question. If someone lost his job and his wife did as well, they are living off their savings. They were offered Mu'as Chitim. Can they take? What is the guideline, Bechlal? The answer is when it comes to Tzedakah, the Allah is, that if a person has to live on for 12 months, for a full year, he's not eligible for Tzedakah. But if he doesn't have for a full year, although he has savings, but it's not enough for a full year to live on that for a full year, he's eligible for Tzedakah. So when it comes to taking Moschitim or Tzedakah, if a person lost his job and his wife lost his job, if he has enough savings for 12 full months, then he should not take Moschitim. But if he doesn't have for 12 months, although he has a nice big saving, but he has a a lot of expenses during the year, he could take Mu'as Chitim and it's not a problem. Question. Is there a Chiyaf to give Mu'as Chitim before Pesach or it's not a Chiyaf? The answer is the Remu writes and al Rebbe brings it down and also says Chayuvim. Allah Chayuvim. It is a Chiyaf. A person which lives in a, <coughs> in a community or in a city, in a town, is mechiev to be mishtatev and give moschitim for the poor people. Al-Treber writes, if you, even if you came, you just moved to that city or town, if you plan to stay there or you're living there for 30 days, you're part of the community and you have to give. So to answer your question, yes, it's a chiev to give and be mishtatev somehow in moschitim for the poor people. Question. Can one that has only one hal available for his morning meal combine it with a matzah, a Pesach matzah, when reciting a moiti to fulfill the Lechem Mishnah obligation? Um, it depends what matzah you want to take for Lechem Mishnah. Regular Pesach matzah, which you purchased in the matzah bakery, which it is for all Pesach, <coughs> you could use for Lechem Mishnah 
Shabbos in the morning, you cannot put it together because uh, you don't want the chomets and the matzah should touch each other, then you won't be able to eat the matzah again. But if you keep it one in one hand and, and, and the other one in the other hand, and you don't touch, don't touch together, it is good for Lechem Mishnah, and you could use the matzah with the, with the, um, the chomets for Lechem Mishnah. When it comes to matzah, which you made special for the Laila Cider, for instance, Erev Paisach Matzah, and you dedicated the special for the Laila Cider, you cannot use it for Lechem Mishnah, because it's Muksa. Since you dedicated it, and you are it only for the Laila Cider, it's Muksa on Shabbos. But regular Matzah is not Muksa on Shabbos, so therefore, you could use it for Lechem Mishnah. Now the question comes up, Shabbos in the morning after um, Shabbos in the morning Erev Pesach we know it's also to eat um, Pesach Matzah Medina it's not like the Minig which we don't eat Pesach Matzah from Purim Minig Chabad Erev Pesach it's also Medina according to Allah to eat Matzah um, Pesach Matzah so if you cannot eat it how could you use for Lechem Mishnah? To use for Lechem Mishnah has to be edible. And the answer to this is, since you could give it for a child which is under five years old, which does not understand Bachlal, the Gantz Indian of Sipatis Mitzrayim, so you could give him Matzah, so therefore it is not Muksa, and you could use it for Lechem Mishnah. And this brings me to the second question. If you have a small kid which makes a a, a, a tantrum and he wants a piece of matzah before Pesach and even Shabbos in the morning of Pesach if he's less than five years old there's no problem to give him a piece of matzah because he doesn't know at all what is it the whole Indian of Sipatis Mitzrayim Question: If one finds chumots that he left for Shabbos in his possession after the beginning of the sixth hour of the day of Shabbos, what should he do? So the question is: um, a, a person purchased challah pita for the Shabbos meal, and one piece of challah got lost. And he found it Shabbos afternoon after Swift Zaman's Rifus Chumats. What should he do? Now a regular year when a person finds Chumats in Pesach or Chalamoid, he takes the Chumats and he puts it in into a closet or to a room which he sold for the Goy. And there's no problem, he doesn't do any doesn't need to do anything else because the chumas which you found belongs to the goy because in our star um, of mechiras chumas in the contract it says that we sell for the goy all the chumas and all the chumas which we're gonna find belongs to the goy. So since it belongs to the goy, you just take that piece of chumas and you put it in to a closet into a room that belongs to the goy. 
If it's Yom Tov, which Yom Tov you cannot touch the Chumatz, it's Muksa, so you cover it with a keli or ever, and when it comes Chalamoid, you put it in into the closet which you sold for the Goy. That's a regular year. This year, which Erev Pesach Shabbos. Now all the Chumatz which you're going to find Chaz in Pesach and it's not from the Shabbos meal you do the same thing as every year you take the Chumatz and you put it in to a closet which you sold for the Goy because it is sold for the Goy but if you find a piece of Chala or Pita which you designated dedicated <coughs> for the Shabbos meal so it's not in the Bechiris Chumatz because the Alter Rebbe writes that the, the, the two cedars which we eat Shabbos Erev Paisach the Chumas is not sold for the Goy it's not in the Shtar Machira so it's your Chumas so if you find your Chumas which was not sold to the Goy and you find it after um, the Zman of Sarefus Chumas so basically it's your Chumas the Zman when it's also to have so what you need to do is cover it in order you shouldn't see it and you shouldn't come to take it or eat it and when it comes the end of the first days of Yontav that means Monday night if it is a Kezai's Chumatz you burn it with a Bracha if it's less than a Kezai's you still burn it because it's your Chumatz it's not the Goy's Chumatz and you cannot put it into a closet or a room which is all for the Goy because the Chumatz is yours so again if you're going to find chumatz, which is regular chumatz, which is a part of the Shtar Mashlidat chumatz, you don't need to do anything, just chalamoid, you put it into a closet, which is sold for a goy. But if you find a piece of chala, which you had uh, saved for the Shabbos meal, and then you found it after Sovzman Salaifas chumatz, you're going to cover it up, and when it comes Monday night, you have to burn the chumatz. If it is a kezayis chumatz, you will make a bracha on it. If it's not a kezayis chumatz, you burn it without a kezayis. And hopefully, we shouldn't have this shaila in practical matter. Good night. Have a wonderful week. And a chak kushi v'samayach. A kosher and relaxing yontav.